Uh, he said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Jesus claimed to be the light of the world. And on this Christingle Sunday uh, service, we, we, we're going to think about that, uh, Jesus being the light of the world. You see, Christingles, you can see one on the screen, you see a big one up here, and you're going to soon make one, which is exciting, and we're going to light them, and then the lights will come down, and we're going to enjoy that beauty and the wonder of that light. But uh, Christingles have been around for about 250 years. People have been making them all over the world, and they tell a bit of a story. And I want to tell you the Chris Dingle story. I expect you know it, but, but we're going to think about it before you, you, uh, you make them. So I keep everything in the packet for now. Don't, don't need to touch the packets. Let's just think about this story. So it begins with a simple orange. Okay? And uh, do you know what, what does that orange represent? Anybody know what the orange represents? I'm sure you do. What, right at the back, hand straight up. The earth. The world, that's it, there we are. The earth, the world, the orange represents God's amazing world that he's made. And uh, uh, the beginning, the Bible says, in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. The world was made by God. Some people think the world is just by accident, just by chance. Uh, but, but Christians believe that this world is so beautiful, so ordered, so perfect, so wonderful, uh, that it's got a creator behind it. I don't know, is anyone here looking forward to getting some Lego? Who likes Lego? Hands up if you like Lego. Oh, there's a lot of hands up with Legos, including the adults in the, in the room. That is good. Um, I know Steve likes Lego. He's making something rather wonderful. Uh, I wonder if, uh, if you're hoping for some under the tree tomorrow. Who knows what this is? Oh, no, that's the beautiful world. Who knows what this is? Anyone know what that is? Yes, Nathan? It's, it's from Star Wars. It's, a, it's an X-Wing fighter, I think, isn't it? Uh, let me look. Yes, it is an X-Wing fighter. It's made of Lego. It's 42 feet long. That's, that's I don't know, is that as wide as the church? Nearly. Uh, it's, it's, uh, uh, it's got a wingspan of 44 feet. It took 32 builders more than a year to put that together. I don't know how big your model Lego models are. I bet some of them are quite big. My son had a Millennium Falcon. That was about this big, and it took ages with loads and loads of pieces. But this thing, 5,333,200 bricks. Wow. That is amazing, isn't it? It weighs 20 tons. So you won't be making one of those for Christmas. It's, apparently, it's even got engines and lights that, that's, that, 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 that switch on. Uh, you can see it at Legoland in California, if you're ever allowed to go all that way uh, again. So uh, this, is a, this is an amazing thing. I mean, imagine getting that for Christmas. Well, who thinks, who thinks that, that this just appeared from nowhere in Legoland? Well, no one thinks that's dear. We, we know, who thinks that... The, the, the 32 people got their 5 million building blocks, threw them up in the air, they came down, and they looked like that. Like that, sorry, I'm looking at this screen. I don't know why I'm looking at that, this screen. No one thinks that, do they? No, this has got a designer, it's got a builder, it's got someone who put all the things together to make it look such, so wonderful. That's what Christians believe. The Bible, God took everything, from nothing, he creates things, and then he puts them together, and he makes this beautiful, beautiful world, which we enjoy so many things in. Because we mess it up, but we, we enjoy it. Good things. 
So that's the orange. That's the first part of the crystal. It represents God's amazing world. Okay. The amazing thing about this world is that God has not just made a world, but he's given us everything we need to enjoy in this world. So the next thing are the four sticks on the um, Christingle. Can we just move that slide on? Uh, So um, here it is, these four sticks. Who knows what they represent? Yes, there's a hand went straight up. Pardon? The four seasons, you're brilliant. Very good. That's right, the four seasons. They represent the four seasons. Uh, Who knows what the four seasons are? Yes? Summer, spring, winter, and autumn. Very good. Excellent. I think you all knew that too, so well done. Uh, and, and these, on the end of these sticks are all the sweets, or on here, they're mini rolls. I like this one. I've never seen one with mini rolls stuck on the end, but uh, uh, they represent all the good things that God gives throughout the year that we enjoy. And I thought, just, just for a moment, on this Christmas Eve, we're all excited. We like, we're looking forward to, to food tomorrow. Uh, we'd have a little um, a little food survey, okay, if we might. Okay, so, so, so here's the first question. You've got to choose, if you could only have one of these. Oh, there it is, already on the screen. Which would you choose if you could only have one of these, just one? Okay, stand up if you'd have an orange. <laughs> the orange stands up. Okay, sit down. Stand up if you'd have an apple. Okay, interesting, good, sit down. Stand up if you have a banana. Oh, I think the bananas rule. Have a seat. Brilliant. Imagine that. That, that was not too, far, too equal, but I think the banana just had it. But look, the great thing is, isn't it, about the world, is that you don't have to choose. You can have an apple, an orange, and a banana, and a kiwi fruit, and a pineapple and a mango, and, and, and a grape, and all sorts of things, because God, in his generosity, has given us so many good things. Okay, here's another one. Uh, which would you choose if you could only have one of these? Okay, carrots, sprouts, or broccoli? You've got to choose one, because <laughs> vegetables are good for us. So, uh, let's go for it. Carrots, stand up for the carrots. Let's keep, oh, that's good. Okay, sit down. Stand up for the sprouts. Oh, yes. Well done, sprout lovers. Watch out if you live near a sprout lover. Uh, and stand up for the broccoli lovers. Okay, thanks. I think probably carrots just had it. But the amazing thing, God could have said, it's just sprouts for you. I mean, that's what he could have said. We could, have just, we could live off sprouts with a few other things. Uh, but he said, no, you can have carrots, sprouts, broccoli. You can have uh, you know, all sorts of other things, parsnips and potatoes and green beans and, 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 and an amazing feast because God is so generous in his gifts. Okay, uh, here's another one. This is, I'm afraid this is for carnivores, okay? So if you're a vegetarian or vegan, I apologize, and, and you can stay seated. Uh, which would you choose if you could have only one of these? Chicken. It's chicken, beef, or lamb. Chicken. Okay, sit down. Beef. Okay, sit down. And lamb. Okay, brilliant. I think lamb probably had it. What about corn? I mean, you can, okay, corn for for anybody. I don't want to discriminate. Well done. 
corn for the, the, the vegetables. Well done. Uh, you know, we, we could have just had the one thing, the lamb, the chicken. But God says, no, you can have chicken, you can have lamb, you can have beef, you can have, what else can you have? You can have pork and pheasant and venison and, and, and corn if you really like that. So, so God is so generous in his, in his giving, in his gifts. Last one, last one, here's the last one. Would you choose, if you could only have, ever have one of these, chocolate brownie, lemon cheesecake, or ice cream? Okay, I mean, I know you want them all, but I'm not asking that question. Chocolate brownie, stand up for chocolate brownie. Okay, sit down. Stand up for lemon cheesecake. Okay, sit down. Stand up for ice cream. Josiah's on his feet. The more the kids, okay, have a seat, well done. I think it's pretty equal split, although ice cream probably had it for the kids. Uh, here's the wonderful thing, isn't it amazing? You can have chocolate brownies and lemon cheesecake and ice cream and Christmas pudding and profiteroles and, and all sorts of other things that we, we, we love. God is so generous in his giving to this world. What an amazingly generous God we have. So many good things. God has made this wonderful world. That's what the orange represents. And he's given us so many good things. That's what those sweets on the end of the cocktail sticks represent across the seasons. So many good things, and I think we should just pause to say thank you. So we're just going to say a little prayer just to say thank you. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you today on this Christmas Eve for the amazing things we enjoy in your world, for the joy of family and friends and, and, and the mountains and the hills and the sea, and then for all the wonderful abundance of provision, especially in this part of the world we enjoy, all the different food we've been thinking about. Oh, Lord, we just pause to recognize that you are the giver of all good gifts and we thank you this afternoon in Jesus name amen so orange the world uh, the four sticks with the sweets God's provision generosity to us the next thing on the Christingle is both sad and and wonderful you see the next thing is that red tape which circles the orange and represents the blood of Jesus encircling the world. And it's sad because when we look at the news, when we look at the world around us, we see, don't we, some, some sad things. We see refugees fleeing from their homes to find somewhere safe to live. We, we see soldiers at war. We see climate change and climate environmental disaster as, as the world is polluted. Uh, we get into fights ourselves at school with our brothers and sisters in the playground. Uh, there's, there's sad stuff. I see our world is broken. It's not well. And, and I read the combined assets, listen to this, the combined assets of the three richest families in the world is greater than the combined wealth of the poorest 48 countries, the 48 nations, the combined wealth of three families. That means the world isn't right, isn't it? Something has gone wrong with the world. And the Bible says that the problem is not out there somewhere, but it's, it's in here, it's in the human heart. But the Bible calls that, that sin. It's where we've pushed God out of our lives, out of our world, and we've sought to live uh, in the way that we think is best, and it's messed the world up, caused all sorts of strife and hurt and hardship, even in our own nation. Uh, there's a, we have food banks in a wealthy nation like ours uh, because people don't have enough uh, to eat. There's a sadness 
about the world. And uh, here's the wonderful thing, though. This is a sadness that saddens our hearts and it saddens God's heart. But, but here's the, the wonderful thing, that God didn't stop loving the world. God had a plan to bring us back to himself, to forgive us our sin, to put right the world that we live in. And, and, and it began 2,000 years ago with the, the coming of Jesus. That's why we're celebrating Christmas uh, in these days. Jesus didn't stay a baby. He, he grew up and he, he did some remarkable and wonderful things. You can read about them in the Gospels. Uh, but when he was just 33 years old, he, he died on a cross. It was all part of the plan. Strange as it seems, Jesus was born that Christmas so that first Easter he might die to take away our sins that we might be forgiven and washed clean. And so the next part of that Christingle is this, is this red tape that goes all the way around the Christingle and that red represents the, the blood of Jesus who gives his life, who takes our sin so that we might be forgiven, so that the world might be put right. And the, the good news is that that ribbon goes all the way around. That's the point. You're going to make it go all the way around because God's love encircles the world. God loves all people everywhere. Whether you're from England or from Egypt, whether you're, from, uh, you're clever or not so clever, whether you're old or young, uh, that includes you even here this afternoon at the Christingle. In a moment, we're going to sing our next carol. And it's a carol you children will know really well. Uh, it's a carol called Away in a Manger. And the last verse goes like this. You'll recognize it. Be near me, Lord Jesus, I ask you to stay. Close by me forever and love me, I pray. Bless all the dear children in your tender care and fit us for heaven to live with you there. Fit us to heaven to live with you there. You see, that's the reason Jesus came into the world and why he died for us, to make us friends with God to make us right with him so that we're ready for a new heaven, a new earth, uh, where there'll be no more suffering or, or, or sin or all those horrible things uh, because we're ready for, to meet with God in a new heaven and earth. Uh, we're going to sing, we're going to think about in a minute the light on top of that Christingle. We're going to first have a carol, Away in a Manger. And what I love for this carol is for that first verse, just for you children to sing. Stay where you can, stay where you are. It's probably best to stay where you are. But I'd love to, let's hear, I'd love to hear the children's voices sing away in a manger. And then when we get to the, the end of the first verse, we can all, we'll all stand up and we'll join in the, the second and the third verse. Is that okay? So children, as the music starts, we'd love to hear your voices away in a manger. Have a, a second reading. Yeah. Hearing about Jesus, the, the, the light of the world. So we remember that this Christingle, the orange, represents God's amazing world. The, the four sweets represent the seasons of God's goodness to us in so many different ways. The red tape reminds us both that the world has gone wrong, but, but God had a wonderful plan to, to, to forgive us for, for spoiling his world. And then lastly, there's the candle that you're going to pop in the top of your Christingle, and we're going to light, we're going to see that light shining. And that's there because, as we'll see on the screen, a reminder, Jesus said, he, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. See, Jesus died to, to take away our sins, but he didn't stay dead. He's not in the grave. No, on the third day, Easter Sunday, Jesus rose from to, to life. Again, he is now the light of the world who lives and reigns. I am the light of the world. Whoever walks 
uh, follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Now, uh, who knows what this beam of light, and what, what, is the, what is it the beam of light coming out of? Yes? It's a torch, that's right, it's a torch. And this isn't just any old torch, I mean it is a torch really, but it's got a special strap that you can put around your hand and you could hold it lightly in your hand. Anyone know what you might use this particular torch for? My wife. Yes, at the back there. Not lighting candles, but that's a good try because we are going to light a candle soon. Seeing in the dark really well. I mean that is a brilliant answer, well done. Round of applause for seeing in the dark really well. Yes, this actually is is, is a special for seeing in the dark when you're running. Okay, so this is a sort of little running torch. It's my wife's running torch, actually. So you can grip it on. You, if you, you, can't, you don't drop it, it, it stays there. But it's really important if you're running in the dark. Because what might happen if you're in the dark running if you haven't got a torch, if it's dark? Does any, anyone know what might happen if, if it's dark and you're trying to run along? Yes, Elisha. You might trip over. That's right, anything else that you might do, yeah? Bump into something, fall over, fall over and hurt yourself. That's right, right at the back, what do you think? You could get lost, exactly, you get lost, you could trip over, you could hurt yourself, you could step in the dog poo, that, you know, that, that wouldn't be nice either, would it? But, but, but you could, if you're not looking where you're going, lots of things could happen, you're in the danger if you're in the dark. Turn the lights on. See where you're going. You can step over the problems and the, and the difficulties and, and, and you can stay safe. Now, Jesus says, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in dark, but will have the light of life. And of course, Jesus wasn't talking about the streets, the dangerous streets, and when we go out running. He was talking about a kind of spiritual dark. And he was talking about being far away from God living in God's world without any recognition of who God is, uh, and not living as he designed it to be. Uh, the Bible says it's dangerous for us as human beings to be out of the light. We can get hurt and we can hurt other people. And if we stay in the darkness, we can get separated from God for, forever. But God loves us so much that Jesus came into the world that first Christmas. I am the light of the world, he said. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. And that is why Christmas is such good news. That is why it's Christmas. We celebrate Christmas. That's why two and a half billion people all over the world, in every corner of the globe, in this next uh, day or so, will be celebrating the birth of Jesus, the light who has come into the world. And, and so that's why this Chris Dingle service is so important. That's the Chris Dingle story. God made a beautiful world. He blessed us with so many good things. Sadly, we messed it up. But he sent Jesus into the world to give his life that we might be forgiven. And then Jesus rose to life to be the light of the world. He says, follow me. Follow me. And you'll never be in darkness. But you'll have the light of life in this world, in the midst where the darkness carries on, and in the world to come, where all that darkness will be gone forever. In a moment, we're going to make our christening, because I know you're getting excited about that. The lights will go down, and we'll feel that and see that light. But let's just pause for a moment before we do that. I'm going to hand over to Steve in a sec. Let me just pause and let's just say a very short prayer. Jesus said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. So thank you, God, for your light, for sending Jesus to shine into our lives so that we might be your friend. Help us, Heavenly Father, to remember this as we make our Christingles. Help us to put our trust in Jesus, to live by the light of Jesus, and to shine in your world. Amen.